Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Attention BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Here's a chance for both of you to earn a $50 bonus when they sign up through BetMGM's Refer-A-Friend program. Just sign into your BetMGM account and click on the Refer-A-Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager is settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement and get a $50 bonus every time you refer a friend to BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Ohio only. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in 30 days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Hi folks, welcome to another episode of Film Study. This is Ken McCusick. Well, we have a new player sort of a new player back in Baltimore, an old face, a new player back to the Ravens in Brent Urban. Uh, I, I saw it. I was kind of excited here discussing with me is Alec Pulianis. Alec, how are you doing? Doing well, Ken. Had a good evening with you. Yeah, it was <laughs> a lot of fun. So Alec and I just went to the ball game. We saw uh, Adley Rutschman triple in his first game. And funny little story about this. I was just looking at the stats. The Orioles have only had 266 triples. In the history of Camden Yards, meaning at home, it hit 266. That's among 21,113 hits. I was just looking at it. So maybe it's 267 out of 21,113. But it's 1.26% of all hits have been triples. And yet, the three <laughs> most ballyhooed prospects of the Camden Yards era, I think we can all agree, are Weeders in 2009, uh, Machado in 2012, and Rutschman in 2022. All three of them hit a triple at home in their first major league at bat. If if you were to pick three players at random 
and and try and determine <laughs> what the odds were of that. That would be one in four hundred ninety four thousand and change for that to happen randomly, given a one point two six percent assumption of first major league hit. Yeah, that was uh, too good of a story not to have on the air here today. <laughs> I appreciate you setting me up with that, but thanks. It was also fun to go to a ball game with you, my friend. Yeah, no, I, I had a blast. I'm glad it all worked out. But uh, yeah, the reason we were even in contact today was because of this uh, Brett Urban news. He was the 134th pick for the Ravens back in 2014. Um, he's going to be an eighth year player, I think, this year, either eighth or ninth. Yeah, he's 31. And, yeah. So um, been a, around the league since he left Baltimore. Spent some time in Chicago and Tennessee. And then last year with Dallas in that, uh, you know, kind of squandered defense that they had last year. Mm-hmm. Um you know, kind of just a reliable player at this point. Um, I, I think it was a good addition for the Ravens. Yeah. So a lot of people remember Brent Urban as getting hurt in 2017, which was his fourth. Well, a lot of people remember Brent Urban from a lot of things, but in his fourth year, he got hurt, which is a terrible time for a player to get hurt because it's right when they're about to cash in a big contract. So the Ravens re-signed him to a deal in 2018, which is actually his fifth year with Baltimore. And his third and fifth years, both very good for the Ravens. We'll talk a little bit more about them. Uh, but he never really got the big free agent payday that a player of his status might hope to get uh, coming out of 2016, for example. Yeah, he's um, yeah, he's just kind of like one of those journeyman players, honestly. Mm-hmm. It's kind of impressive that he's still in the league, but it shows that he does some things uh, pretty well. Plays the run exceptionally well, uh, has played a high percentage of defensive snaps in, in, uh, in, well, in his key year with the Ravens in 2018, he played 50% of defensive snaps, really was an Iron Man. If you look at what uh, Derek Wolf did for the Ravens in 2020, really holding that defensive line together uh, after Campbell and Williams each had injuries, uh, he was similar to that in 2018 and being a guy who, who the Ravens really depended on for an Ironman set of snaps. Yeah. And it, it's kind of interesting. You bring up the Ironman aspect. We were talking about it. I think what this really notes for the Ravens is that um, Derek Wolf's time might be uh, coming to an end. Maybe his recovery is uh, not going to ever happen at this point. And um, we were talking, you know, he played an unbelievable amount of snaps and was kind of the hero of that defense uh, in the last season we saw of him. What was it? Uh, 2020, right? Right. So, yeah, he he played a lot of snaps. If you recall with the COVID uh, call outs and the injuries that there was a couple games that, in particular, the uh, game against Tennessee that he really had to like hold down the fort for us. And um, he played really well. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it seems like he's not going to bounce back from all that. No, it's a, it's a real shame. Uh, Urban and Wolf are similar players in a lot of ways. First of all, they're taller, uh, really five-tech guys. But because you can't be just a five-tech guy, and, and I know a lot of people who've listened to the show heard this before, but I'm going to explain it once again anyway. You can't just be a five-tech guy in the NFL anymore because five-techs only play in the base defense. So you, if you are a five-tech, you really all have to be a three and a five-tech, have some versatility there, be usable in, in terms of some pass rushing downs and whatnot. And Urban and Wolf both had that. You know, Wolf, a good under guy on stunts. Urban had some of that as well. Uh, that good length always helps crossing the face of a defender, uh, of an offensive lineman rather. And, uh, you know, he, he never really generated a lot of pass rush personally, but was a very good run defender. Uh, and someone that, that I think, uh, you know, if you look at this team, 
this may be a chance not only to replace Wolf, but get Calais Campbell a little bit of relief in terms of snap count. Yeah, I think that's critical, Ken. Um, having another player that can fill in that role was kind of something that was lacking last year. Um, it was Campbell or bust. And mm-hmm. I think we've kind of talked about how it's sometimes it may be a little difficult to find these kind of players in the draft. Um, yeah. So being able to find a guy that you're familiar with, you drafted him yourself uh, and get him at the vet minimum contract. I think it's a really good deal. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the contract obviously is, it, this looks like a Ravens friendly Ravens veteran contract. We can talk a little bit about what that means, but just Wolf's versatility is very important to the, the team. The team is obviously very old on the defensive line, and they're going to need to address that. But they took one step at least to do so in this draft by by driving tra- drafting Travis Jones. And they already had Matabike as their only kind of young defensive lineman uh, that they had around. So Urban does not fix their age problem. He, he merely kicks the can down the road another year or two, depending on you know whether or not he's a, he's a guy who stays around for two contracts like McPhee did or for just one. But I think he, at, he's at a point in his career where – He'll probably be signing the vet men this year, and he'd be, he might be the vet men next year. Very well, could be as well. And you know, we've seen that happen with Bynes, Levine, Tony Jefferson, any number of players. That it was just a natural fit for them to stay more than one year. McPhee comes to mind as another guy. Uh, so, so it, this is not necessarily just a just a one year arrangement, um, but but it's a arrangement also of convenience from the Ravens' perspective. First of all, from the from the fact that they they have a player at a, at a position they really needed to fill this year, but second of all, in terms of giving them some roster flexibility. Yeah, so we were talking about it before the show that uh, we we highly suspect this is uh, one of the players we were talking about actually as well <laughs> that the Ravens really didn't have many candidates for this, but it seems like they're starting to collect them of yep. uh, handshake cuts to uh, let them fall when the fifty three man roster needs to be made. And then just resign them the next day. Yeah, um, it's a, it's a it's a critical piece of the roster to have in place, and the Ravens have manipulated it very well. Now let's let's explain a little bit because I, I know a lot of people know, but not everybody knows. So it's worth worth explaining that if you are put on IR before the season, sorry, when before the fifty three man roster is set, yes, initially, then you are on season ending IR and cannot return. If, however, you are put on the roster, doesn't even have to be for the first week, just has to be put on the first 53-man roster that's due about 10 days before the season starts. Right. If you're put on the roster that time, then you're eligible to be brought back under the very generous now IRDTR rules, which allow you to only sit out three games. So the Ravens have done a very good job over the last few years since that rule has been so lenient, and even before then when they could have two players say, of getting a couple of guys stashed on the on IR who could come back. But to do that, you need to have offsetting players who you can cut on a handshake deal. So Anthony Levine, that was the deal for a couple of years with him. And Jordan Richards, that was the deal with him. Eric Tomlinson, that was the deal with him. <laughs> Pernell McPhee, that was the deal with him last year. So the Ravens love having these veterans that are at the vet men contract where if they cut them, they are not subject to waivers, which is a key thing. If you cut a guy on his rookie deal, he's subject to waivers. Anybody else could claim him and you'll lose him. Mm-hmm. If you cut him under the handshake agreement, well, yeah, anybody else could sign him. But they've had other opportunities to sign, you know, Brent Urban out there up until May 21st or <laughs> right. May 19th or whatever happened. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so uh, they didn't take it. So, you know, players like that usually are fairly loyal to their situation and nobody's looking to give them an extra million. 
So, uh, you know, they're, they're, you know, they'll, they'll hang around and they'll, uh, they'll stay for the handshake deals. And I don't know right. that the Ravens have ever lost anyone under those circumstances. No, I don't think so. And, and like you said, think about the circumstances. It's 10 games before the season. You've gotten to know the playbook. You're like invested in this situation. Your family's all settled. Are you really going to move? <laughs> you no, your, your living arrangements are done. I mean, <laughs> even if it's like 200 grand or something, I mean, why would you do it? If you, if it's a million, I, I understand why somebody might want to do that, you right. know, and, and then you, you, you leave your kids, you leave your wife, you go play in another city for four months and you, you hope for the best. <laughs> right. Uh, but, uh, but I, I think that, that uh, Urban is, is one of those players who certainly fits into this category of could be, he also could not make the roster. That's possible. Somebody could oh, outplay sure. him. I mean, this is a very loaded roster at this point um, with the all the draft picks that we had and players are coming back from injury and just free agent signings. I mean, I you look at it and it's going to be an interesting build uh, topic for another show, but definitely um, a lot of players that we know mm-hmm. name value will be cut. Um, one thing I actually worth talking about, is there any other candidates on the roster right now that could be cut like Urban? Is, sure. is Jefferson, for instance, one? Yes, Jefferson would be in that category. I'll, I'll give you the list as I see it because I just went through this the other day. And I, I, all you have to do, by the way, is do what I did. Go to the Ravens roster on their website, sort by years of experience, and look for the guys that are five plus. So Mark, the guys who are five plus are Mark Andrews, no. Gus Edwards, no. Lamar Jackson, no. Kayvon Seymour, yes, if he mm-hmm. makes the team. Uh, Vince Beagle, uh, possibly. Uh, I don't think he'll make the team, but he would be a potential guy because he's in his sixth year. Um, Chuck Clark, Marlon Humphrey, Michael Pierce, no, Patrick Ricard, no, Marcus Williams, no, Juwan James, I don't think so because he's got, got a $3 million contract. See, the Ravens have got right. to kind of make a decision on whether or not to keep him. Uh, Ronnie Stanley, no, Nick, Nick Boyle, no, Mike Davis, absolutely freaking yes. Oh, so yeah, he's, he's an eighth year player. So, uh, Tony Jefferson is probably in the same category. I'm, I think he'll be fine coming back on a handshake deal. Uh, Marcus Peters, no, J- Morgan Moses, no, Josh Bynes, yes. Another yeah, guy true. who could be cut. Uh, and then Justin Tucker, Derek Wolf, uh, will probably be gone, honestly, before then. Uh, Kevin Zeitler, no, and Calais Campbell, no. So there, there you have your candidates. Awesome. Yeah. So more than I thought, honestly, which mm-hmm. is good. We'll, we'll need the flexibility too, with particularly with all these guys coming back from injury. I mean, I, I could see us sneaking at least two or three. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Just with the Achilles alone and some yeah, ACLs. You know, one of the other things is depth has to hold up. So you better be. N plus one in terms of your N man positional roster across the board. So if you need four, if you need four tight ends on this team, or you think you do to run your offense, or if you need five safeties, because that's where you want it, you better have six now and you better have five tight ends to, to be able to, to be able to get through, have your depth hold up through camp. If it does, Hey, then you have an option to make a trade to, to, to try and find another home for the player or to cut them if, if, if worse comes to worse, but you know, your depth has to hold up through camp. And the Ravens, as much as any other organization, realize the need to do that to have you know an N plus one roster for the N size positional group. Yeah, for sure. So overall, didn't see this coming. Wasn't something I was looking out for, or a, even a position group necessarily that I was banging the drum they need to sign someone for. But now that it's happened, um, it looks like an obvious move and a, a very good move for the Ravens. Yeah, uh, I think he does a lot to fill early down snaps. And it's interesting, the Ravens have really built an outstanding run trio, even without Campbell on the field. They could have Urban, 
with uh, Davis and Pierce on the field on mm. first downs against some of the bigger teams. You can even see some some bigger sets coming in where they have, uh, you know, two of the two of the jumbos again, and and then two of these larger five techs, whether it's Campbell and and uh, Urban or uh, you know anyone else, frankly, among the defensive line group. Um, that, that would be in there in real short yardage situations and goal line situations. So I'm excited for it. I think Brent Urban still has something to offer. He still gives you some uh, something in the passing game, I think, that might get overlooked. The Ravens have a really good ability to play zone defense, as it appears to be coming this year. They've got a lot of size in that first level of the defense if they can get their inside linebackers off the field. Mm-hmm. And Kyle Hamilton could be up pressing on a tight end, could be up in a short zone, you know, and and aware players who understand what are the routes behind them, uh, safeties at inside linebacker spots I'm talking about then. Uh, but any any kind of large player helps with that. Large players of the line of scrimmage help even more. So if you can get a Brent Urban on the field on some passing downs, second and 10, whatever it might be, or even on early passing downs, on a first down, where he has a, the ability to disrupt the passing play, he can actually generate turnovers for you without you know being the guy who makes interceptions he can get a pass defense he can get a ball thrown over him uh which might be intercepted just but just because of a quarterback's uh, you know desire to get the ball over his outstretched hands yeah very tall guy six foot seven so you can imagine that he could definitely disrupt throwing lanes and another thing i think i want to bring up uh before we wrap up is just the fact that eric DaCosta told us that it was coming and and here it is you know we got um mike davis last week mm-hmm. and now um Brent Urban. So these um, older players, the Josh Bineses, I think he called them of the world, you know, kind of filling out the roster uh, with these veteran players are are coming through. And I'm curious to see which other ones he has up his sleeve. I imagine there's one or two more left. Yeah, I I think I, I think that is in no way pejorative. I mean, I think you know, you 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 hear that the Josh Bynes is of the world. I mean, that's a, there's there's a there's clearly a ceiling there that he's putting on who Josh Bynes is. Right. But there's also a floor that's very attractive in terms of who he's putting on on the field. Is and you know, these are the guys that help you fill out the rosters. He means they're quality players who can give you quality time, and uh, you know, they've got nothing but that from Josh Bynes. I, I I know he won't be insulted with that. They could attach it to Anthony Levine as well. Yeah, and you'll point to it in that same way, but. Uh, Josh Bynes, I mean, <laughs> twice in three years has saved the defense in a way. So. I love Josh. I mean, <laughs> I, I very much appreciate his services. Me too. Wish they hadn't let him go in in uh, in twenty twenty. I would. I was ashamed to be missing him for that year. Yeah. So all right. So Brent Urban is back a Raven. We're excited about it. Uh, a lot of positional versatility. Any other thoughts before you uh, before you close it down? No, not really. I mean. I told you before, I am thrilled to see this defense. I feel like this could be the year just with all the acquisitions made and with a new coordinator. I'm just extremely excited to see what happens. I am looking forward to Ravens defense again. I really do think we could go back to a standard of excellence. And that's that's all I want. I just I miss that. I missed having an imposing defense. Like I love Lamar Jackson. I love the fun and glitz of an offense. But man, I've seen Years and years of good defense. I would love it to be back. Yeah, me too. I, I feel the exact same way. And I, I I agree with you that, you know, obviously a lot of things were wrong in terms of injury last year, but it's not 100% of what was wrong in terms of, of you know, the personnel just not being up to snuff, particularly uh, at certain places on the field. And I, I really, I'm so eager to see what McDonald does schematically to highlight the the strengths of this defense and disguise some of the weaknesses in terms of of, of who they are. 
Uh, I'm, I'm just really excited to see how that works out. And I think there's a lot of different ways you could adapt it. That first week of the season is going to be stuff we never imagined we'd see. So we'll, we'll, go, we'll go through the, the preseason, but we'll, mm. we'll be at camp and we'll see that. And we'll, we'll see the preseason and and they'll play some very standard packages that you always see. They'll play, you know, base and they'll play nickel and they'll play maybe a couple snaps of dime, but not even too much of that because they're really just trying to see everybody play. And then right. and then we'll get to week one and we could see some really extreme stuff we haven't seen before. Yeah, I can't wait. I, yeah. uh, is it football season yet, Ken? <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. Well, tell folks where they can talk football with you, Alec. Sure. Yeah. Uh, exciting week. So we just released um, One Winning Pod, the new rebrand of Ravens Recap. Um, so the new website's up. I think everyone got transitioned over with, without any pains. Pretty seamless. Um but definitely give us a check uh, or check us out at one winning pod on Twitter. And actually we made a YouTube channel as well, which at the moment is just the podcast um, in, on YouTube, but we do look forward to creating some kind of exclusive uh, content and maybe even like vignettes, little shorter ideas, uh, things that wouldn't really make sense in the podcast format as we have it now or something that needs a visual element. So give us a subscribe there, uh, but definitely an exciting time for us. Very cool. And definitely a great choice on a pod name. Alec is a, is a good uh, follow personally as well as you, are you, can you, you're at one winning pod. Is that your, your, we, your we all share it. Um, okay. Sometimes we'll tag at the end, like, Oh, it's Alec or it's Peter or it's Chris um, as like, who's making that take. And other times we don't tag it. Cause it's just like probably a, a pretty standard thought amongst the three of us. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we Fair kind enough. of all share it. Other folks out there, if you'd like to be on a film study short, I'd love to have you. This is that time of the season getting a lot of really great ideas, frankly, about two, three, and four show um, ideas. And so if you've got a big idea, uh, and I heard some great ones you're going to love uh, coming up. Uh, there's different things about evolution of the game, one about you know a, a evolution of the wide receiver position in terms of value that I think is going to be very oh, interesting. Gosh. Yeah, so so uh, uh, come to me with those ideas. I'd love to, to, to flesh them out with you and, and come up with a two, three or four show idea. And if you just got something you want to talk to me about, get off your chest for 15 minutes. The microphone is open. I'd love to have you on Talk Football. Alec, thanks again for uh, coming on. Of course. We'll talk to you next time on Film Study. how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, 
There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.